Welcome to the North Shore Station, episode 18. It's officially the off-season. Carson Wentz is on the move. Ben Roethlisberger looks to be the future quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's the news we got for you today, but of course, we're going to be answering your Twitter questions. And finally, we're back. We're going to be giving you some winning bets again. We'll keep you updated with how we're going to be competing amongst, amongst ourselves and also giving you some free money. So stay tuned until the very end for that. But let's get right into it. All aboard, this is the North Shore Station. episode 18 let's get right into the hottest news of the week Carson Wentz like I said he's on the move he's going to Indianapolis he's the newest member of the Colts things are looking good for the Indianapolis Colts I'd say they got a very solid team behind Carson Wentz I think a lot of his issues had to deal with his confidence and you're moving on from Philip Rivers and Carson Wentz Lucas do you see this as an upgrade yeah, I mean, I, I called it last week. I said he was going to go to the Colts, and I think the next day it happened, actually, mm -hmm. uh, after our recording. And I, I think that not only did I think that because I know he didn't want to be anything with the Bears, uh, I didn't see anywhere else to fit. I think this is the best spot for him. I think they obviously have a really good defense. They're one of the top defenses in the league. And they've got good young talent, not only on the outside, but especially in that backfield. Um, whether they keep Marlon Mack or not, they have Jonathan Taylor and they have Naheem Hines, two really good backs. And then on the outside, T.Y. Hilton's getting up there in age, but he still can get it done. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. had a really good rookie year. Mm -hmm. And Paris Campbell, he hasn't been super healthy ever, but guy out of he's Ohio promising. State. Yeah, he's a really promising, really athletic, really uh, talented receiver. Mm -hmm. So they've got a lot of weapons for, for, uh, for Carson Wentz. You brought up Pittman, the current number 11 on the Indianapolis Colts. It was brought out this week that he said Carson Wentz will not be getting number 11. Camden, do you think uh, Carson Wentz is a little upset about this? I don't think he has any room to be upset about this. I mean, with the way he played last season, does he have the authority to come into another organization and, and take a number like that? Like, if you think about, like, Tom Brady signing with Tampa Bay this year, I don't know if off the top of my head if anybody was 12 before he came in or not, but, yeah. but he's going to – Tom Brady's going to get that number because he's earned it. Has Carson Wentz earned the right to be able to just say, get whatever number he wants when he comes to, to a new organization? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. But Carson Wentz, he's back to stage one. Seems like he's a new quarterback. A lot of people have forgot what he's done for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think this is a great team for him to be on. Of course, he's going back to Frank Reich, his former offense coordinator, when he had his MVP season. But he also has the best offensive line in football. I think a lot of the issues with the Eagles last season was just him not being able to get comfortable with that team. Maybe it was the play calling. Maybe it was how their offensive line was beat up every single week. But the guy just couldn't get comfortable. I expect him to, to get comfortable this season. I am going to say that the Colts will win one playoff game next season. Yeah, I mean, I think it all depends on Carson Wentz because you said that he's had – MVP type seasons in the past where he's looked really good and he's looked like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's going to be a 
future Hall of Famer. And then he's had other seasons like this one where it's like, wow, like he's he he's really bad. And Camden's <laughs> gonna go after him for those ones because he, you know, he talked about last week. He said, I think wherever he's gonna go, he's gonna be bad. Because when you look at this last season, how could you not think that, you know? But then you you go back, you look at his past seasons, and like you said, Tom, he's had MVP caliber seasons. And like I said, they have a lot of weapons here. I mean, they made it to the playoffs and were in a game with the Bills with Phillip Rivers as their quarterback. And yeah, I still it came think, down to the wire. That's too. right. It, it came down to the wire. I still think Phillip Rivers is all right, but he was on his last legs. I mean, there's a reason he retired. Mm-hmm. So with a younger, more talented, more athletic quarterback, I think the sky's the limit for this team right now. You put Wentz in that situation in the playoffs, and they would have won that game. Likely, Camden. I, 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 I think I'll disagree. With I th- that. No, no, I'll defend myself here. Uh, <laughs> going into Indianapolis. Do I think Carson Wentz is going to go back to MVP that we saw a couple years ago? No, I don't. But is he going to improve on what happened with him last year just based on the the a lot better situation that he's in? Absolutely. There's no way he can't. He can't get much worse. I, exactly. And I don't even think he can be at that, that level of worse that he was last season just because – just like you talked about the situation that he was in. I mean, even uh, like I talked about last week, a lot of those mistakes, you know, running backwards when D linemen are running at you and putting your head down. Yeah, that's on him, but that's not going to be happening as much with guys like Quentin Nelson in front of you and stuff like that. So I, I'm obviously a Washington football team fan. So uh, Carson Wentz was obviously somebody I've never rooted for, but I don't want to see him go into Indianapolis and completely completely flop I, I would like to see him succeed I think he's going to I think he's going to hold his own especially with with what he's got around him now but based on if he doesn't though this if is he doesn't it's over for the Colts. oh yeah this is two years in a row where they've kind of gone all in basically on a quarterback and if it doesn't work again then this is just not a good look Frank Reich's job might be in question I mean they have so much talent other than the quarterback spot and they actually they have had talent at the quarterback spot. You see Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett. I think he's talented, not not the most talented. But then you get Phil Rivers, and then you're going all in on Carson Wentz again. If you go all in four times, you're you're dry. You don't got no, you don't have anything left. So you got to get fired from that. I, think. I feel like in Philadelphia, there was a lot, like Carson Wentz and his mistakes. There was a lot where you could be like. Oh well, there there's a problem over here too, and a problem over there. I feel like if he fails in Indianapolis, it's it's going to be blatantly on him. That it's not going to be able to be blamed on other people like it was in in Philadelphia with Doug Peterson and the O line and not having healthy receivers and stuff like that. What's so, the record that the Colts need to go next season for Wentz to get cut and also Frank Reich to get fired? I'd have to look at the schedule and and who they're playing and stuff to to actually give you my answer. But I think I think you gotta go above five hundred at least. I think you gotta. I think you or you're you're. You make the playoffs with basically the same team, and then Phil Rivers, Wentz has to. I think with with a team like that, you're getting the Jaguars twice a year. You're getting what looks to be is going to be a terrible Texans team twice a year next year. That's four wins that you can almost guarantee, no matter who's at quarterback. So I think those are four wins that yeah okay even if we can't guarantee them they are games that they will be heavily favored in I think we can both agree on that part. So all they got to do is then win a couple more games against some some opponents on their level and above to really prove that 
that this was the right move. We'll never know if this was the right move until we see it on the field next season. I mean, personally, I feel like the Colts won this trade either way, whether it really pans out, whether he is has a Super Bowl season and an MVP season, or, you know, they're just a playoff team and maybe they lose in the first round, or, you know, they're just an all right team and they build for the future. I feel like they won this trade. They gave up a third-rounder and a second-rounder that will turn into a first. I believe the, the rule was if Carson Wentz plays, like, more than 50% of the snaps on offense, 70. 70%, whatever it is, then it turns into a, a first-rounder, not a second-rounder. Which but probably still. should happen. Yeah, no, I mean, I would assume he's going to start. So unless he gets injured yeah. and something happens. But, I mean, I would assume he's going to play over 70%. But still, they gave up a first-rounder and a third-rounder for a guy who has proven himself in the past to be a solid quarterback in the NFL. And like I said, it's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league. He's had a bad past year, but he's still a guy who's one of the most – he's got a great arm. He's got one of the best builds in the NFL for, for a quarterback. I think he's one of the most athletically gifted quarterbacks in the league. I, I feel like the Colts won this trade either way. They didn't give up that much to get a starting quarterback who could be your starter for the next six years. Who knows? Yeah. He could be your franchise guy for the next six to eight years. It's low risk, high reward yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not like they gave up. It, it wasn't like the Rams mm-hmm. where they gave up what was it, four picks, like two first-rounders yeah. and, a, and a bunch in their already starting quarterback for an older Matt Stafford, who, again, I think is going to light it up. But still, they gave up so much just just to get a new starting quarterback when it wasn't like their old starting quarterback was garbage or anything. I mean, he had his moments. Camden, I know you're going to say he has his moments because I know you're not a Jared Goff. I'm just a hater. <laughs> I'm just but, a hater. But, I mean, like – it, I, I feel like they won this trade either way. Like they didn't give up a lot. It's like you said. It's you said it perfectly, Camden. Low risk, high reward. They didn't give up a lot, as in like draft picks or players. But like Carson Wentz cost a lot of money. The Eagles true. gave him a fat contract after that MVP season. Well, I mean, will that money be just like? Could we? Could they have used it in a better way? Could they have drafted a quarterback and put even more stars on that team? Only time will tell, but but if there are winners and losers of this trade, you gotta think that the Colts won this trade for sure. The Eagles, they don't have much going for them right now. No. Jalen Hurts, it's a win for Jalen Hurts. It looks like, well, he has to be the starting quarterback, right? There's no All way right. the Eagles take a quarterback first round. It hey, has to be Jamar Chase, Waddle, or, or Devonta Smith. Yeah. I don't think Smith will be there long enough, but it could be very interesting. It could be very interesting for Philadelphia. Let's go out west. Let's talk about Pittsburgh, where we are recording out of. Let's talk about Ben mm-hmm. Roethlisberger. Wait, yeah. west of West Pennsylvania or East oh. USA? You know Pittsburgh's east of Indianapolis, right? Are you talking uh, about we're like, West we're Pennsylvania? Ah, uh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, that's what I. That's what I thought you were talking about. You know, Western PA. <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. I heard someone from P- or from Pittsburgh uh, a couple weeks ago, or actually it was a couple of months ago, say, yeah, from the deep south of Cleveland. I said, you know Cleveland's <laughs> north of Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, it's like, he was like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. It's like 50 miles so, from I didn't know Canada. if that was just a Yinzer thing of, like, geography was, was not a, a Pittsburgh strong suit. I don't suit. think so. But, no, okay, now I get what you're saying. From Philly to Pittsburgh. I don't think Pittsburgh. the right. is, has good grasp on geography, no, all right, unfortunately. Well. I, didn't, I, I wasn't positive, but all right. You had me worried there. You said out west <laughs> I'll go to Yinzer. Pittsburgh. We're going to go Don there. Okay. We're going to go Don to Pittsburgh. But all right, yeah, go on. Ben let's, Roethlisberger. Let's talk about Ben Roethlisberger here. This morning, 
the owner of the Steelers, Art Rooney II, I believe, I get all the Rooney's confused, but they put out a press release saying that Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers are committed to coming back in 2021 and winning a championship. But the last line of that, it all sounds good. It all sounds like everything's going to work out. Ben's going to be back. And the last, side, last line says, and now we, all need, we know that we need to figure out Ben's contract situation. So does that even mean that Ben's going to be back, or is this kind of just playing a little PR and trying to make the fans happy? I think personally, I think he's going to come back. Um, the way, see, personally, I feel like if I was in Ben's shoes, you know, you've played all these years, you want to win that seventh, uh, that seventh uh, ring for for Pittsburgh and for the Steelers. Stairway to seven. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone in Pittsburgh's talking it's about. It's a long stairway. It is a Let's long just stairway. Say that. I've been saying that since I was like eight sure. years old. I think that's very so. true. But you know, you want to get that seventh. You want to tie Tom Brady as a franchise tie him as a person <laughs> I mean, whatever when you say it it sounds hilarious it does but, but at the same time still you'd be you're still in great you'd still be first in, yeah. in franchise super bowls but yeah. anyways if you want to do that if i'm in ben's shoes i just pay me 20 bucks give me <laughs> give me a six pack of beer before, after every game or something but i know I, i've heard some other things that he might not be in that mindset he might be asking for some money i'd take any pay cut i could if it's going to be my last year I want to build this team around myself so that we, we've got a shot at a Super Bowl. I'd take any pay cut and every pay cut necessary that, that they're telling me to take and go and try to win this ring, get some more jewelry for that trophy case. I've heard that's not really the case with Ben, so I'm not sure if it'll work out or not. He, yeah, the, the way it's worded of now, now all we have to do is work out his contract does make it seem like, well, are you going to work it out or not? Because he could have said, now we will definitely find a way to work out his contract. Now we will definitely find a terms to come to and agree agree to. But he didn't make it sound like that. You're right, Don. It, it sounded like there's still some hesitation there. Here's so. the exact wording of it. Ben Roethlisberger and I met yesterday morning. We had a productive meeting. We were able to discuss a lot of things, blah, blah, blah. We're coming back, blah, blah, blah. And then at the very end, the last sentence, separated from all the other stuff, a new paragraph, says, we both understand that the next step is to work out Ben's contract situation. Camden, what do you think? Do you I think, think this looks good for Ben? I think it's all just to keep the fans calm for right now because we're so early in free agency. I'm sure Ben doesn't exactly know what he wants to do with, with it yet or ask for. I'm sure the ownership doesn't know what they want to do or ask for yet. So I think, obviously, you know, the season ended to uh, – the NFL season ended just a couple weeks ago, so I don't think anybody is really completely set on what they what they want to do yet. So I think, but I think the fans are expecting something a lot sooner than they're going to get it. So I think they're I think they're trying to to just be like, you know, we're working on it. You know, we're we're getting there. Like when you like if you reach out to a tech company or something, and you know darn well they're not doing anything with you, but but they're like. Oh, we're gonna, we're working on it right now. We're gonna get back to you. Like, no, you're not. So I think it's ju- I think it's just to keep keep the fans, you know, waiting es- essentially because they don't know what they're doing yet. Yeah, I, guess I, right. I think you also make a good point that it is early in free agency, and you know they don't know exactly what they're gonna do with Juju yet. They don't know about Bud Dupree. There's a lot of moving pieces, and there's also other free agents. They don't know who they're gonna pick up. So I feel like right now the the best move for them to, would almost be. Wait until the end of free agency. If if you know that Ben's gonna Ben wants to be there, then let's wait until the end of free agency. See who we pick up. See who we resign. See then let's money. work out. 
how much money we have. Money yeah, we have exactly. So I feel like that might be the case, Camden, where it is. We're working on it, but we're going to work on some other things mm-hmm. first, and then we'll see what we got left over for Ben. So it's set up to be the last dance for Ben Roethlisberger in 2021. I can see a documentary made in the future about him. Uh, that'll probably be about Tom Brady. But if the Pittsburgh Steelers draft a quarterback in the draft, in the upcoming draft, I'm going to be furious. Well, if we're putting all this money to Ben Roethlisberger, then what are we doing getting another quarterback. Put the pieces around Ben right now so we can win in this last season. Don't be wasting time. Don't set us up for another no playoff win season, which is really how I'm feeling right now. It's not looking good. I don't know if I want Ben starting, but I also don't think there are many other options. Dwayne Haskins is not a better option than Ben Roethlisberger. Anyone we draft isn't going to be better than Ben Roethlisberger. So if we're going with Ben, let's get him as cheap as we can and try to keep Juju. But if we keep Ben, if, if we need to see where the priorities are. If Ben's the priority, then I don't think Juju's gonna stay. If Juju's the priority, Ben might be able to stay. We might be able to get him very, very cheap. Now, uh, I'll ask you, do you think other, pe- what do you think other teammates on the Steelers are thinking about with Ben Roethlisberger starting next year? Because we heard what happened in Washington, what Alex Smith said when he came in, it kind of threw a wrench in everybody's plans and not everybody was really for it. So do you think Ben Roethlisberger is, do you think the team wants Ben Roethlisberger to come back and play quarterback? Do you think that'll have, be an issue next year if the team wasn't for that, but ownership was? See, I think it's the opposite. I think the team wants Ben Roethlisberger to come back. I don't think the organization wants Ben Roethlisberger back. They did the same thing with Troy Palomalu a couple years ago. They didn't want to release him, but they also weren't going to give him money. And then what's Troy Palmolo going to do? Go to another team? Heck no. He's a Pittsburgh Steeler. I think it's going to be the same thing with Ben. If, if, if that's what's going to happen, they're going to try to pressure him into release, into uh, retiring. And if they don't give him the money, I think Ben will just retire. There's no way he goes to another team. Now Zero th- chance. Dom, I, I know the general consensus in Pittsburgh seems to be that no one's very high on Mason Rudolph. I'm not. <laughs> I don't think you are either. But there but are some Yinzers who like Mason th- Rudolph. There are. There which, are. Which drives me nuts. Yeah. They like Mason the red nosed. Uh, wait, Rudolph the red-nosed? I don't know how that's going to go. You know, whatever. His name's Rudolph. There's a reindeer named after him. Anyways, um, I saw him at a gas station once. I don't know if I brought that up on the podcast no, yet. I'm not or sure on the podcast. Um, but I, I saw a tweet this week that said, the Pittsburgh Steelers organization is very high on Mason Rudolph internally. I believe And it. I saw a lot of other tweets saying high as in they're, they're smoking high. Pot. Smoking marijuana? Are they on drugs? Are they <laughs> high because they're out of their minds? So I, the general consensus seems to be that there's not a lot of Rudolph backers, but it seems like in the organization they like him. So what do you, what do you think? Do you think that – it's going to be next year after Ben's gone, it'll be Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph like battling for it? Or what's the deal? Then do you draft a quarterback after Ben retires? Because I, I completely Seems agree. like a nightmare, honestly. I completely <laughs> agree. Don't draft a quarterback this year if Ben's coming back. You you want to go for his last dance, get that ring. Najee Harris. Najee Harris. First round, spread maybe the field a receiver, out a try, Trade up for a receiver. You guys got a lot of good receivers, though. 
But, yeah. you know, a lineman, Najee Harris, you know, work everything to try to get Ben a last ring, get that seventh for Pittsburgh Steelers. And then, all right, let, let's just assume he got it, whatever, he's retired. I hate assuming that because I think the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl this year. But whatever. He got it. He retired. Now are, are you drafting a quarterback, or is it Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins' time to see who wins it? First off, we need to be wow. a little bit more realistic here. The Steelers are not going to win a Super Bowl with Ben Roethlisberger as their quarterback. Whoa. Unless then what's the last dance for? It's for memory. Like a ride off into the sunset. The whole but, point but of the last dance. You wanted that Super Bowl. Yeah. I thought in, I thought everyone was saying, we're getting it this year. Ben's last dance. We're getting a Super Bowl. In theory, that's how it's supposed to work. In actuality, that's not how it's going to work. It's going to be another probably no playoff win season. But the thing, the last dance really is just like your last dance can't be getting your butt kicked by Cleveland at home in the playoffs first round. That, that's not the last dance. If you go out there, put up a good fight, and don't lose to the Browns at home in the playoffs, that's good enough. But do you want it to be kind of how, like, how, like, like Dwayne Wade and Vince Carter's kind of felt in, in the NBA where, like, you know, it's kind of just like they feel bad for him how his last yeah. season could have ended. Yeah, so they just, so just kind of, you know, oh, let him yeah. let him score 60 in his final game yeah. or something like that. Kobe. Yeah, exactly. That's what Kobe's I'm saying. saying that about Kobe. He, everyone knew Kobe could put up 60 any night he yeah. wanted, even in his last Come season. On. Dwayne Wade like, could barely move. He shot like 10 for 60 that night. Yeah, because he shot 60. That's how he shot on a normal night, wasn't yeah. it? I think he put up close to that on in 98, too. I'm thinking more of, like, Mariano Rivera's last season. Everywhere he goes, show your respect to Ben Roethlisberger. Give him a nice, like, old rocking chair or something. A Tim Duncan last season. Yeah, he had that, too. Mm -hmm. That's how I was. Maybe it was Kobe, actually. I think Kobe had that farewell tour. Where he got he got something from everyone. I think the Cavs gave him like a guitar or something. <laughs> cool. It's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city, but I but don't think the Ravens will be giving Roethlisberger anything. No, I just don't see it happening. I don't. I don't know. I I hope the I hope the Browns wouldn't give him anything. All right, let's talk about Juju. Yeah, there's a statement. Oh man, Lucas, do you have the statement up? I do. You have the picture it. of his new hairdo. Basically, Juju said, oh, Juju wants to be a ninja so bad. <laughs> What's the deal with that? Mark. Juju's now uh, dyeing his hair blue. He just really wants to be an MLG pro gamer. Really focusing on that Twitch stream. Trying to be ninja so bad. Mark Madden, the Pittsburgh radio sensation, the super genius, some would say, he had something really funny that he said. He said that Juju doesn't have any alliance with any anything Pittsburgh. The only alliance he has is with Twitch. It's <laughs> probably about true. Uh, he is the worst but he's also so entertaining. But all right, yeah, the checkdown uh, put up this tweet. Uh, it's a picture of Juju with the quote under it. I want to have my legacy in Pittsburgh and retire there. I don't want to leave Juju on his future with the Steelers. And Dom, you brought up an interesting point that how, how real is this? I think it might be a, a marketing strategy right there. I think that's the, uh, oh, Pittsburgh, <laughs> I tried, man. Yeah. Everything I could. I could. What else do you want from me? I could see that being him knowing they're not going to sign him. They can't. They don't want to give him that contract. They don't think he's worth as much as he wants. But he's like, I want people to think that they screwed me. Mm -hmm. I want to be in Pittsburgh so bad, but yeah. too bad they won't give me thirty mil yeah, or whatever exactly. he wants. <laughs> and which is, he's I mean, whatever asking. he's asked for, it's probably going to be too much. It's going to be a lot of money. But the thing is that NFL wide receivers kind of get paid in, in, in 
insane amount. Oh, yeah. Like, top 15 players get paid over $15 million a year. And I just don't think the Steelers have the money to be paying Juju that. Yeah, do he's I not think a he, top 15 receiver. Okay, I was going to say he is a top 15 receiver. Whoa, mm, what? Nah. No. Juju Smith-Schuster is no. a top 15 receiver. Yes, nah. Easily. No. Nah. no, not even top. He's not even the best receiver on his team. He's not even the best receiver on his team. Oh, man. <laughs> no. No. Chase Claypool and Deontay Chase Harris are Claypool. both better than him. And I, and I hate Chase Claypool. Chase but I'll Claypool. say he's better than Juju. No. Chase Claypool is not better than Juju. He's, he's kind of sloppy. If he gets it all figured out, if he figures out wow. his body right, he's built for the position, but he's just not the best. Juju was built like Claypool. He'd be putting up insane numbers. I, I, I'm tempted and to Deontay take a break. Johnson drops ball. And I'm tempted, take a I'm pause. To pause the podcast and make a right list. And make a 15-person <laughs> list of I receivers. Got 25. How many of 25. Those are actually better than Juju? I've got time. All right, we're going to go so away. We're going to take a pause. I'll keep it rolling. Let's take a pause. I don't want that much dead time I going. I can cut it out. All right. All right. If, if, if there's anything good in there, we won't miss it. All right. Let's talk about the top five wide receivers. Talk, ab- talk about the guys who we can obviously unanimously agree are not even close to Juju, that you're not even arguing. Okay. Like the top guys. Julio, Devontae Adams. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Let me just write this down. Because there's obviously some guys that are going to be close there in the middle. But these are the guys that are like, if you argue that, you're insane. Some, but Stephon yeah. Diggs. Here, I, I can go on a list. There's, there's a list of the the stats, and it's just a big old list of wide receivers. And I can just pull names out of there, and you can tell me if they're better than Juju right. Smith-Schuster or not. And uh, Calvin Ridley. Not better than Juju. Oh, what? <laughs> wow. You're kidding. Wow. He's fast doesn't mean he's better than Juju. Wow. No, he's better than Juju because he's a better receiver. <laughs> no, he's, he's just not. Allen Robinson. They're about even in my eyes. I'm not even gonna. I'm just. I'm just listing my top. I'm at six right Juju, now, and I haven't Juju even. Juju like, is the most hated player in the oh, NFL. Terry McLaurin. No. Wow. Oh. No. Oh. No. Oh. No. I'm putting, very, very, very let me roll my sleeves close. up very real close. quick. I'm wow. Putting, I'm putting very Terry close. on my list right now. Wow. I'm, I'm not doing any order. I just want to get 15 guys that are better than Juju. Unbelievable. Uh, I want to say Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Yes, that's a good one. Uh, DK Metcalf. I got that one. Tyree Kill. Tyree. Tyree Kill is definitely. You said Julio, right? Yeah. Uh, Justin AJ Je- Brown. AJ Brown. Oh, yeah, Justin, Justin Je- Jefferson. 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 Uh, yes. Don't. But yes. then you look at Justin Jefferson is better than Julio or than Juju. Not better than Julio. He's <laughs> better than Juju <laughs> He's had one season. Juju had two phenomenal seasons. Rookie wow. year, sophomore year. None of them did he break the rookie okay, record yeah. for receiving <laughs> yards set by Randy <laughs> that's, Moss. That's fair. That's fair. None of them did Juju even come close to a Randy Moss record. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I guess we can put Justin Jefferson on there. I'll put um, Amari Cooper. I'll put Amari Cooper. over Juju Ooh. Smith-Schuster. All right. I, I'm okay with that. Amari Cooper with a good quarterback. Um, when Dak's healthy. Um, I was going to say when he's Yeah, I'll put Amari I'll put Keenan I'll put, Allen. Not Keenan Allen. I'll put Terry McLaurin. You better. And I'll put, uh, let's just say McLaurin and 
the other ones that I took? Alan, Alan Robinson, you can put. Yeah. And then what was the other one you said? Oh, Calvin Ridley, we can put him. <laughs> if we want. Cooper Cup. No. Oh, what? <laughs> Cooper Cup is better than Juju. Okay, OBJ. Oh, that's a good one. OBJ and Jarvis. He's not better than either of them. He's better than Jarvis. No. Wow. Jarvis is better than OBJ. You're wrong. <laughs> Just because Jarvis runs a 4-7 and he, clog, and he clogs up the offense, he's one of the best receivers in the league. Not, but what about when OBJ was there? When it was just Jarvis, yeah, Jarvis was awesome. Yeah. Well, OBJ's the one that clogs it up, if yeah, anything, with his big old head. But that's another topic. Just because the Steelers are spreading the wealth and they have so many Oh, my. And Juju's stats are good. You want to talk about stats, but then you don't want to talk about Terry McLaurin. Like, Terry McLaurin will get triple teamed every game. You're, you're out of your mind. <laughs> Kenny Gallagher. No. I'll take Kenny wow. Gallagher over Juju Smith-Schuster. Robbie Anderson. All right. I got my top 15. Unbelievable. Did you say Rob? Robbie Anderson. Is Robbie oh, Anderson Robbie better than Juju? No, what? I'd I take Robbie Anderson. DJ Moore. Oh, Mike DJ Evans. Moore. DJ Mike Evans. Moore. <laughs> brick hands Godwin. I'd take Mike Brick hands Godwin over. I'd take Godwin. over Juju. I, th- I think I don't think he has brick hands. We'll debate that as much as we want. I don't know why you hate him. I don't hate. Why does everybody I everybody I say a weakness on? I apparently hate their guts. I'm never gonna get a job in sports because apparently I hate everybody. I'm gonna read my 20 that are in no order whatsoever. Ready? 20. Name name one of them you think Juju's better than Julio. <laughs> N- name one, I'm Got saying, him speechless. You can just say yes or no. If if you think, yeah, I think Juju Tyler Lockett, throw Tyler yeah, Lockett on that too. Oh, Tyler Lockett. <laughs> sure. Nah. All right, ready. I, I'll say Cortland Sutton when he's healthy. We can go all day. I say yes. That means that, that means you think Juju's better. Okay. Julio. No. Devontae Adams. No. D Hop. No. Diggs. No. DK Metcalf. No. AJ Brown. No. Terry McLaurin. No. Michael Thomas. No. Tyreek Hill. No. Justin Jefferson. No. Adam Thielen. No. Amari Cooper. No. Calvin Ridley. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll take that one out then. So that's what, Ready? 19. Did I say Adam Thielen? Yeah. Yes. I, Amari Cooper. I said him, right? Uh-huh. Allen Robinson. No. A- OBJ. No. Jarvis. Yes. Okay. I'll take him out, even though you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say Kenny Galladay because you're going to say no. Uh, Robbie Anderson. Yes, Juju's better than Robbie Anderson. You're wrong. I'm not <laughs> taking that one out. He's so okay. – Robbie Anderson. All right, all right, all right. I'll take him out. All right, you're wrong. Mike three. Evans. Robbie Anderson gets like three catches. He has like one catch that's like 80 yards. Mike Evans. Mike Evans is better than Juju. Yeah. Chris Godwin. Juju is better than Chris that's, Godwin. No, you're wrong. Tyler Lockett. <laughs> No, you're wrong. That that one's not even close. Tyler Lockett is is honestly Tyler Lockett is one of the most disrespected receivers and NFL players in the league. He's good. Juju is the most disrespected. Wow. No. 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 We're gonna talk about spreading the wealth, but then Robbie Anderson only gets three catches when he's got DJ Moore on one side and Curtis Samuel on the other, and Christian McCaffrey in the backfield with Teddy Bridgewater throwing the ball. Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. Ladies and gentlemen, I resign. <laughs> 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 no, he's just not. Yeah, he's faster. Okay. All right. Ty Hilton. No, no, I'd, I'd say Juju. Maybe better. five years. Yeah. Ago. I don't know about. AJ you said, Brown. Uh, I'll give you my top. Wait, my what about top AJ 15. Green? AJ Green's no. getting old. No. Um, 
What was it's I like going to say? Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. All time? Sure. No, right, right now. now. <laughs> Hell no. Like not even close. You're telling me you ra- you're say. telling me you rather you, Larry you said Fitzgerald. Some, you said one that he said no to that I disagreed, and I forget what it was now. I think it was Allen Robinson. No, it wasn't that. Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah, Cooper Cup. That, that was one of them too, but it, that wasn't the one. I, I had another one in my mind, and I forget it now. Robert Woods. Robert Woods is better than Juju. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. He had a great no, no, year this year. I don't watch the Rams enough to tell you whether or not Robert Woods is better. He's not. I mean, Lucas is gonna draw me for this, but he had Goff throwing him the ball as the number as the as the number two wide receiver, and he still put up the most yards. But you'd say that Jared Goff's better than Ben Roethlisberger. Last year, kinda, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Towards the end of the year. Oh, you think Jared Goff's better than Roethlisberger? When did we have this conversation? Did I miss this? I, I just know it what was he's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't think you've ever had this conversation. Who else? I'm just trying to think of I'll, I'll give you my how top about, uh, How about uh, Travis Kelsey? Travis Kelsey is a better receiver than Juju Smith-Schuster. Probably. I mean, Probably he's also better than, than 50% of the league. Yeah, yeah but Richard uh, Higgins. I think Richard Higgins is – well, no, probably not. Here's actually. my top 15. DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, DK Metcalf, Michael Thomas, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, Mike Evans, and at number 15, Juju Smith-Schuster. No, no. not even close. The top 15 receivers. Not even close. And I'm taking Tyler to- Boyd over okay. Juju. Oh, yeah, Tyler Boyd's better than Juju Smith-Schuster. No. Yep, I'm adding no. that. To <laughs> Tyler Boyd? What has that guy done in towards, the Towards you. To, who was the quarterback? Yeah, what? Come on, Joe Burrow. For, yeah, how, ma- for how many games? Then who was it after that? And who was it before that? Wait, wait, wait. Antonio Brown. Brown. Not anymore. You don't think, you, you well, think he's better than team. A.B. right now? Uh, no, A.B. is better. Uh, he had a Super Bowl touchdown. What and, does that mean? And, <laughs> and, and <laughs> you want to talk about touchdown. spreading the wealth? He has Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah. And, Ka- and Cameron Brady had a lot of catches. Yeah. And Gronk. Oh and Gronk. <laughs> I mean, come on. Carl Jones. Come on. Okay, let's say all right. Let's say that Juju somehow is in the top fifteen wide receiver. He's still going to be asking for top fifteen wide receivers. Unfortunately, he is. Yes. And that's all that matters. But I think we just d- we and Lucas just squashed why that shouldn't even be a. Oh, I, I disagree. I hear completely. have 19 names that you agreed are better than. Juju. That's not true. Oh, it's yeah, on. Ca- oh, it's on. It's on these microphones right here. I got all the way down to Amari Cooper, and you said Allen Robinson, right? Yeah. OBJ. I never said Amari. Uh, yeah, I did. Say yeah, you yeah. did. OBJ. I, I don't think. O- yes, you said you that. Said you OBJ. said that. I didn't say OBJ. <laughs> Mike Evans. Yeah, I got Mike Evans. Chris Godwin. <laughs> No, I you never said s- yes. No, I did not. Okay, you're wrong. <laughs> Tyler Lockett, you said no, but you're wrong. Tyler Boyd, you said no, but you're wrong. AB, you said no, but you're wrong. That one I can. Tyler Boyd. I'm not. No, I'm disagreeing on AB. Sensation. But Cole Beasley. I think Cole Beasley is better. Than wow. The amount of that one's bad. I don't know about that. What? I don't know about. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. He's good. Wes Welker. <laughs> I mean, I'd, give, I'd say. Uh, I mean, we could go way down the Josh list here. Maybe it's time. Deshaun Jackson. No, not right now. Healthy Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Second best wide receiver in Pittsburgh Steelers history. What? Behind who? Heinz Ward? 
behind Antonio Brown. Oh, so he's better than Heinz Ward. Lynn Swan. <laughs> All right, I don't. I can't tell you about the '70s. Wow. I'm taking Antoine Randall L before I'm oh, taking yeah, Juju. For sure. Oh, sure. San Antonio Holmes in no, the back of the end not zone. San Antonio Holmes. Oh my. One play God. doesn't make you a better receiver than somebody. Hans Ward wasn't that good of a wide receiver. Wow. Oh, and Juju Smith-Schuster is? They're the same player. Juju Smith-Schuster is a poor man's Heinz Ward. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's a poor man's Juju Smith-Schuster. Wow. That's the most. But Antonio Brown's the greatest Steeler. That is the most bogus. That's not an argument, is it? Bogus thing I've ever heard. I don't know. Wow. Ward, the Dancing with the Stars champion. What about Martavis Bryant? <laughs> if, if you would have been oh on the straight and narrow path, he could have for sure. Plaxico <laughs> yeah. Burris. Yeah. Yeah, true. Was, Pla- was he on the? Yeah. He was on the Steelers. Back in like. I remember him on the Giants. Yeah. That's yeah. where most. That's where the, 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 sh- the gunshot incident happened, uh-huh. right? Yeah. DJ Plus. Chark. No. No. Uh, no. I, I don't know about that Jerry one. Jerry Judy. No. I'm taking Jerry Judy over Judy. We didn't really Judy. get into the rookies. We didn't. We hardly we even got We got Justin Jefferson, and that's the only one who's better than Judy. You seriously time. think that. Maybe C.D. Lamb could be. C- oh, yeah. C.D. Lamb. Could yes. be. Yes. Could no, be. C- not C-D yet. Is, not quite. No, right now, he is. Mm-hmm. So, in free agency, uh, in the draft, right now, there's a fantasy draft like you do in Madden. C.D. Lamb. Or Juju Smith-Schuster, same like at the ages they are right now. Yeah. Juju's however many years in the league. CD's one year in. You take Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. Wow. You're yes. You're wrong. You are wrong. He's better in every no, way possible. Not. You are wrong. He's not, he's not Other good. than Juju is such a looting in Fortnite. Gets so overlooked <laughs> in that aspect. He's such a physical, gritty player. That's why he's a poor man's Heinz Ward. He's more physical and gritty than Heinz Ward, though. And what? Okay, okay, you okay. Think okay. He's <laughs> physical and gritty than Heinz Ward. Let me Ward. rewind. Let me rewind. They're both extremely physical <laughs> and extremely gritty, but Juju is a better receiver. Oh, my. All right, Juju has that extra level that Heinz Ward didn't. Wow. He doesn't – Heinz Ward didn't have that type of separation that wow. Juju does. Juju Smith-Schuster is – Garbage. Um, anyways, I'm not going garbage, no, but garbage, but he's not the best receiver on his team. Deontay Harris is better than him. Deontay, Deontay Johnson Harris, or Deontay Johnson is a better receiver than. Jesus I like Deontay Jesus. Johnson. He's a better receiver, right? At this point, no. No, he's not. He can't catch if I handed it to him. But oh, I, still, yeah, he's got inconsistent hands. I would say. So does Juju, and, though. Yeah. You take Juju Smith-Schuster <laughs> over Deontay Harris. You got Deontay you have, Johnson. Deontay Johnson. I keep saying Deontay Harris. Who's Deontay Harris? He's the he's, he's on the corner the corner somewhere. Yeah. No, no, he's a receiver on the Saints. Oh. There's a, there's like ten Harris's. Juju's better than him. No, yeah, Deontay Harris. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right, whatever. All Let's right. get to some Twitter questions. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. That went went on long enough there. Uh, so first, wait, okay, last one. Deontay Johnson or Juju Smith-Schuster? Yeah, Juju. You're wrong. You're right. just if, wrong. If, if Juju's not top 15, he's at least top 20. At least. Who would I, as a football player, rather guard? I'd rather guard Juju Smith-Schuster than Deontay Johnson. What? Oh, yeah. Juju would knock you to your feet. Wow. Really? Right off. Really? Wow. Yeah. Right off. Really? 
Juju, really? Juju gets no respect. How much does Juju win? He knocks He's down. He knocks down so what? Von. You're not built like Vontez Perfect. He knocks down Vontez Perfect yeah, one time. He's a big guy. guy. Don't give me that. <laughs> Juju's gonna make me look silly. Can we get this? Juju Smith-Schuster <laughs> is 6'1", 215. All right, I like that. I would jam him at the. <laughs> I mean, I would jam Deontay Johnson too, but he would probably outquick me. I would guard Juju Smith-Schuster over Deontay Johnson every day. Just cause you're just saying that because he's like a little bigger. I, I'm saying that because I feel like I could run with him way better than any than Deontay Johnson you are than not any other name on this list. Juju had a 97-yard touchdown against the Lions in his second season. That's not guarding him. He's had those <laughs> off the middle, and then he was run after catch. Whatever. Whatever. He's a stud. Whatever. Whatever. He's official. All right. And I won't. How did that? Even, how is that? What we got out of this he's conversation? Not even the best receiver <laughs> on his team or in his division. That's. Cap. He's not a top three receiver in his division. Marquise Probably Brown. No, I think he's better than Marquise Brown. All right, it's officially time to move on after Marquise (laughs) Brown was brought up. Keckbird Gang is calling in to give his thoughts on the Carson Wentz trade. Let's hear what he's got to say. Whoa. And then there's some Twitter questions. We now welcome on Keckbird Gang, friend of the program, fellow Eagles fan. Not a fellow Eagles fan, (laughs) he's just an Eagles fan. You know him. You love him. He's here to give you his thoughts on the Carson Wentz trade. Keck. What are your what was your first thought when you saw the news that Wentz was on the move to Indianapolis? Um, first thought was that it was expected. Um, when Carson chose not to come out after uh, week 17, when he chose not to speak to the media, that's when you had a pretty good idea that he didn't want to be back in Philadelphia. Because if he really wanted to be there, he would have came out and said it. So it was kind of questionable. His time in Philadelphia is in question. He doesn't know if he'll be back and how he's forever thankful for what's what happened with him there. So it was expected. It is what it is. It's part of the league. Nothing's guaranteed. So, what are your predictions for the Colts' record next season? And do you think they'll win a playoff game? I think they will win a playoff game if Carson stays healthy. They should have beat the Bills uh, in January because Rivers. Carson's a huge upgrade from Philip, so um, I saw Colin Coward. He said how he gives them another another win on their schedule. So I think 12 and 14 is probably a uh, likely up record to have. Or I guess it would be what 13 and 14 since there's an extra game. 13 and four. What's that again? 13 and four is what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And what do you think? What, how many wins do you think? Or more, uh, the better question is, how many losses do you think it takes for them to give up on Carson Wentz? Um, you see, that's tough because they're really stuck with him for the next two years. Then what does this mean for Frank Wright, though, if, if this Wentz situation doesn't work out? Because they've kind of gone all in on this guy. I think Frank is a proven head coach that he's, he knows what he's doing. Um, because when he was in Philadelphia, we had major success. I won a Super Bowl with him in our second year. And then he came over to the Colts, and he turned them into a winning organization. So it wouldn't go on Frank Reich's shoulders. I think it would go on Carson, since he's been struggling so much this past year. 
and that he hasn't lived to his contract. So I think if anything, he would probably want to find Carson Shorty more than anybody because if Rivers could, could succeed in this, in this team, Carson should be able to as well. Yeah, that's what we all think here. And what do you think this means for the Eagles, though, moving forward? Is, is there any way that the Eagles draft quarterback? Is there any way that there's going to be a competition with Jalen Hurts and any other quarterback? I think a team is committed to Jalen Hurts because they want to get younger, and I can't imagine they want to bring another quarterback from the draft because you've got to get at least one year of Jalen Hurts, and you can't have somebody staring him down like like Carson had with Jalen. So I think the only way they take a quarterback in the draft is if Fields or Wilson falls at six, and then they're almost forced to take them because they're both pretty uh, solid prospects. They're going to bring in a better quarterback, like a Tyrod Taylor or a Jacoby Brissett. So it's Jalen's job. If Jalen's job is it, it's going to be his, his year to prove it. And if he can't do that, he'll be looking for a quarterback next year, and they will. What are the Eagles doing right now to, to make sure that the Eagles be winning next season? Are there any anything they need to target in free agency? Any what, How can they be better moving forward? next year so I think they're looking this year to be a development year get younger find pieces to, to draft and sign to build for your future um, next year I, I expect them to be probably like a six to seven win team obviously it's not what you want as a fan but at the end of the day it's going to benefit us for long term and my final question for you today who will the Eagles be taking with the number six overall pick, it's a it's a, a toss up. They might trade up, take a quarterback. They might trade back to you know get more more picks. But I think they'll ultimately stay at six, and you have to take a receiver. And if if Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts, if one of those three guys are still there at six. They're, they're going to take one of those three. Pitts is a, a great tight end, but I feel like teams view him more as a, as a receiver more than mm-hmm. anything because he's just an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. Jamar, obviously, one of the best receiver, uh, well, one of the best receivers we've seen come out in a very long time. And Devontae, he's just the Heisman winner, and he's an absolute stud. So, if, my gut, I'm going to say it's Devontae Smith. I like it. I mean, there's no way you mess up another wide receiver pick. And if you do, Howie, Howie Rosen's job has to be in question. I think Howie's job is already in question. Should I mean, be. The media is already all over him. The media wants him gone. Personally, I don't want him gone. I like, I don't like what he's doing because he has some mistakes and his job isn't obviously perfect. But he's, he's just, he won GM of the year back our our Super Bowl season. He's he's well. Uh, thought of around the league, other teams respect him. So, I, if Howie manages to struggle this off season and just whip on this draft, he's probably won't be employed next year. All right, folks, you heard it here first from Keck Bird Gang, the number one spot to get your Eagles news. We'll have you on next time. 
any Eagles information breaks. Everyone listening to podcasts, go give them a follow at Keck Bird Gang on Twitter. Lucas or Camden, do you have any questions before you let them go? No, I appreciate having you on, Kendall. All right, how's it going? All right, now it is time for Twitter questions. Let's get right into it. First question here from at Brock Madonic. Who is more of an all-star snub, Tobias or Sabanis for the East, and who should they replace for the reserves? Cam, I'm going to go to you first oh. here since you're the Sixers fan. You're the NBA guy. That's me. The resident NBA fan. Hmm. See, that's, that's a tough question. That's a very tough question because – I don't think Being a, bias snub, I don't think he was. I think I like everybody that's in the reserves. Obviously, being a Sixers fan, uh, I'm not a I'm not a box score watcher, so I know what Ben Simmons is is worth. So I know I'm not gonna. We won't get too deep into that, but I know he deserves to be there. I think Sabonis maybe over Vucevic, but Vucevic is having a great year as well. I mean, there's. There's really nobody you could have left off this list other than maybe maybe Vucevic. I mean, Levine is having a crazy year. Harden's doing Harden things. Jalen Brown. I think maybe – I actually, I think I would put Price a bonus in if I had to put him in over anybody, probably over Tatum because he was out for how long and Jalen Brown is playing better than he is this year. So I agree that I don't think either of them were really snubs. But if I had to to put Sabonis, I don't think Tobias should be in over any of these guys. He's kind of he's playing well, but he's fell off here in the past past couple games offensive wise. Jason Tatum is a top what NBA player? Oh God! Oh yeah! Wow! Uh, Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. Wow! You're killing us on the top. I guess so. Questions for I that. guess so. I'd put, I'd get Tatum top fifteen. Mm-hmm. No. I don't watch enough NBA right now. Neither do I. I'm kind of talking about the Cavs. I, uh, you know, it's been a rough time in Cleveland in the NBA. Hey, they just department. they just won last night though. Yeah, broke big, broke big, the uh, ten game losing streak. Yeah, ten oh. game losing streak, but yeah, no, it was a big dunk at the end of the, in the, at the, end of the game. <laughs> Lamar Stevens, Lamar Penn Stevens, State. Right, Penn State guy, rookie. <laughs> so that was nice. But my my pick's probably Sabonis. Um, I think John Moran's kind of a little bit of a snub. I'm not positive on how good his stats have been this year, but I feel like he's. Most of most of that team, honestly. Well, he's in the West. Well, yeah, yeah, true, but he just he just was too all star snub overall. Probably. Oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't read the question. No, he said for the East. Did he? Yeah. My apologies. In the East, probably Colin Sexton. I don't know. Oh wow. He didn't get in. He might. No. Have probably not. No. Colin Sexton, honestly, I think he's playing really good ball this year. I mean, he's not all star. Really good for the Cavs and. I mean, to get the Cavs any wins. I mean, at one point, they were pretty close to 500 for, for a good time. So, you know, I'll give them a little shout-out. But, yeah, they, they're pretty bad. So, I'm not going to take him as a snub. But, you know, look out for him. He's, he's doing his stuff. But, yeah, probably Sabonis. I mean, averaging 20, 21, 11, and 5, it's pretty good. Um, I mean, when you're averaging double-double on a team that's fourth in the conference, too, um, I think that's, that's saying something. So, probably Sabonis for me. Yeah, I'll go with that, too. Can't really speak too much about <laughs> NBA here, but thank you for the question. Next up, at Bocci, 31-75. We got a funny guy in the office. <laughs> he says, favorite in the AFC North next year, Browns or Ravens? This guy's got jokes all of a sudden. But, but I mean, he's not lying. What are you talking lying. about? The Steelers have a top 15 receiver. <laughs> they, got, they got three 
Top. Oh God! Don't finish your sentence. Oh don't, my! Don't finish your sentence. We'll be talking oh. about it for 30 minutes. Don't, don't say it. Three, <laughs> three top 32 wide receivers. I'd say they have a top five receiving core. They have top two receiving core. Top three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Uh, we could argue about that next week for sure. Let's answer this question though. If it's just pure favorite. I think it's going to be the Browns opening line. Ah, that's so tough. This I think we got to look at I think we got to look at what happens in the offseason obviously. I think if the Ravens grab somebody like Allen Robinson or something yep. it's got to be the Ravens. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, I was going to say the same thing. It, it's uh, it depends a lot on what they do to get help. I mean, every time we bring up the Ravens, we bring up that they need to help Lamar Jackson on the outside and get some more receivers. So, that'll obviously be big. See what they do in the draft, see what they do in off in the Free agency, I like that Allen Robinson for them. If I was a Ravens fan, I'm not, so I don't think that Allen Robinson should sign with them because I'm a Browns fan. But um, I also can't bet on the Browns, which makes this a really awkward segment for me. But <laughs> honestly, I mean, I gotta like the Browns because they've got everything going for them. I mean, they, they had an amazing season. They're a young team. Uh, I think Baker is just getting better and better. I think they should pick up that fifth season option for him. Um, and I think that, yeah, everything's working right now. Nick Chubb is just, I feel like that work, the work ethic that he has, he's just going to keep getting better and better. Uh, Miles Garrett's the same way. I really like this team, and, and the way it looks, I mean, obviously it's always going to look like this on social media, but you get a, get a feel of authenticity of the feeling that they're all like, we're not satisfied, we're not done. There's always next year. No, there's always this year. Let's go after and get it this year. I think they're, they're uh, legit Super Bowl contenders, and I think they're legit – to win this conference. Yeah, they believe in themselves, or that's division, for sure. Excuse me. The Browns definitely believe in themselves. Yeah. You can't say that about every single team. No. Like no the you Browns cannot. love that they're underdogs. They know that they're good enough to make the Super Bowl. Everyone in that building's backing Baker Mayfield too, which is big. Yeah. It seems that way at least. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy cuz I remember, I think it might have been the first episode where we were saying like could they move on from Baker Mayfield? Yeah. It's it actually after, crazy. Like, the first yeah. 2 or 3 weeks. Yeah. And now I don't think it's even a question. Not a debate at all. It's crazy. I was thinking about that today because today on Twitter, the NFL put up a like seven-minute highlight tape of Baker. It said, big season for Baker. And I watched the whole thing, and I said, man, it's crazy that after week seven, me and all my friends from Cleveland were saying, we might have to get this guy out of here. <laughs> and now, after a full year, I'm like, he's, he's the future of the franchise. I love this guy. Let's pick up his option. Let's keep him going. Let's keep building around him. So I think that's it's crazy how much – uh, can change that quickly in the NFL. But, yeah, I think Baker's got it rolling right now, and I'm excited to see what the Browns are going to do in the next couple of years. I liked Baker a lot in college. I, I still liked him when he got drafted by the Browns. And then when he was starting, I started to hate him because I just thought he was super overrated, didn't think he was very good. And then he's on all these commercials. I'm like, okay, this guy's officially the worst. <laughs> but now yeah. I've gone full circle, and I, 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 I like Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he seems I like um, a good guy. I've He's seen tweets that now. from some NF or some uh, Cleveland Twitter that said, you know, he he's this is probably the most disrespected quarterback in the NFL. He's one of the most disrespected guys in the NFL. And at first, I was like, yeah, I think he is too. But then I watched that highlight tape today, and I was like, man, during this game, I was like, get him out of there. We might need to get a guy in free agency or draft. So he is disrespected now after the season he had, but. After last season, like his his second season was pretty bad to be honest. So well, I, I kind of understand slump. it a little bit. Yeah, that sophomore slump was pretty real for Baker. 
But. Not Juju, but. Oh, oh, all right. All right. But, um, but yeah, I, I'd, I'd say Browns. Yeah. Are you going with Browns or Ravens? Right now. We'll, we'll right say now, Browns. Browns. If the season started tomorrow. Browns. All right. Cool. I bet the odds say the Browns are favorites right now. Probably. All right. Question from at Christopher Farrow. Will Tiger ever play in another professional tournament? Tiger Woods was recently in a single car accident. Pictures of it looked horrific. Luckily, though, it, it seems like none of the injuries he, he sustained were life-threatening. He had surgery for his legs. This guy's been through a lot of surgery. He had a back surgery not too long ago. He was probably on some painkillers, which may have played into that accident. I won't speculate, though. But uh, will Tiger Woods, do you guys like golf? Do you guys pay attention uh, to golf? I like golf. Or? Not as much as I could, but yeah, I, I, I like. I'm awful at it. I like watching golf. the majors. Why not? Yeah, majors oh, well, are you good. can't miss the Masters. Exactly, the Masters. Stuff like that. Yeah, no. If if I, I wonder if there's any chance that Tiger plays in the Masters, the upcoming Masters. I, I have a feeling I'd, no. This one doubt uh, it'll be the upcoming one. He can even walk he right now. He might have to relearn how to walk. Honestly, probably, so. probably will. And yeah. he's also getting old. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised after this he just hangs it, it up because, you know, even though his career was starting to come back a little bit, it was, you know, I mean, still he got that Masters he, after yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. That's really but, all I ever wanted to see. That's right. But the bottom line is he's past his prime, um, and, you know, this could hurt someone's career even if they are a young guy, like, like if it's Bryson DeChambeau or, you know, Garrett Brooks Kepka, mm-hmm. it would be one thing. But seeing as, like, Tiger's been doing it for so long and, you know, he's on the he's on the back slope of his career. I wouldn't be surprised if he never plays in a major, if he never golfs again. Uh, not, not even he'll never golf again, but I don't know if he'll get on many more tours. He might just hang it up after this. I could see him going, waiting a long time, and then maybe one day doing a little senior tour. Oh, I could see that too, yeah. But, I mean, senior Tiger tour. Woods has been beat up for so long. I remember, I think it was 2008, the U.S. Open. He played on, like, a broken leg and won the thing. So if anyone is tough enough, Anyone's resilient enough. It's Tiger Woods, but I don't know. He's, he's a legend for sure. I don't think there's really much else he needs to prove. I tweeted the other day. I said that Tiger Woods, in his prime, at his peak, he was the most dominant athlete of all time. Probably. He's I mean, up there for sure. No even close to him. Like, the, there's some insane stats out there yeah, about Tiger. The way the sport, work, the sport works, too, is insane. Where, like, you know, Michael Jordan, he was a very dominant guy, but obviously he needs guys around him. Um like same thing in football same thing in basketball uh baseball whatever but golf it, it's just you and he dominated everyone and he like no one was even close to him so i feel like the way the sport works yeah he i'd probably agree with that in his prime he was insanely dominant here's a here's a stat for tiger woods by the end of 2014 his winning percentage was over 26 percent that means he won basically one out of every four golf tournaments which is just insane. Like, there's no one, no one as good as Tiger Woods in his prime. He's, he's probably one of my favorite athletes of all time. Might be number Him one. and Shooter and Gavin are right up there for the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. All right, last question here. This one is from at King Periwinkle. Rough night at the house. Have to escape to the bar for a bit. What NFL coach would you most want to see in the bar seat right next to you? Lucas, I I know you brought up this question earlier. You saw you've had some time to think about it, marinate on this question. What's your answer? I mean, personally, as a Browns fan right now, 
how can there not be Kyle Stefanski? Uh, or Kevin Stefanski, <laughs> excuse me. Played against our kid in high school, Kyle Stefanski. My bad. Shout out. Um, but, yeah, Kevin Stefanski, I mean, I just buy him a shot. Ask him about what he thinks. You know, like. Yeah, what, what's the future looking like? What are we thinking in the draft? I mean, who wouldn't want to talk to their hometown head coach, you know? So uh, it's kind of a boring answer, but you got to go Kevin Stefanski. I wouldn't choose Mike Tomlin. No? no. Not right now. Not Hopefully. Right. No, no, that's true. Well, he's got COVID yeah, right now, so. Is, yeah. <laughs> right after he got hired and he just, like, had won a Super Bowl because we won the Cajun Super Bowl, like you always say, uh-huh. then you'd probably be like, I want to talk to Mike Tomlin. He didn't yeah, want to yeah, Super yeah. you know, so, Probably. So that, but he, that's probably it. His press conferences are also, like, some of the worst <laughs> in the league. Like, he says stuff that just makes absolutely zero sense. <laughs> he's got some great quotes out there. He's just – I think he's a smart guy, but he just uh, – Tries to get too smart sometimes. He just says wacky stuff. He's a big backer of the Dukes, though. Gotta give him that. Oh yeah. yeah he, he wore Duke, Duke football. Yeah, he wore uh, a Duquesne hat one time in, a, hey. in one of his press conferences. But I love to see that. Yeah, you got you, know, you gotta love to see it. But but who are you picking, Dom? Oh. If you're not gonna go with Mike Tomlin. I mean, I always go with Mike Vrabel. Yeah. I think yeah, he's just so Vrabel's, freaking cool. Vrabel is a great guy. He just seems awesome. You can't go away from Vrabel. I kind of want to be best friends with him. I was on the phone with my mom the other day. My stepdad is like an office guy at like a construction company, and he works with Vrabel's son. Oh, oh wow. I that doesn't that surprise me. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that Mike Vrabel's son works in a construction site. Oh, yeah. He's one of the guys that picks up. He's got four uh-huh. boards in his car. walking around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Ken? I think I'm going with Riverboat Ron. With no, I mean, no. how can you not love Riverboat like Ron? I mean, yeah, that would that would be survivor, yeah, legendary coach. that would be great stories. But I feel like for for the the entertainment for me, I'm taking Andy Reid because I feel like I feel like he just puts them down, and I feel like that would be <laughs> I feel like that would be exciting to watch. No, I just I just he just looks like a guy who just who just puts the who <laughs> who just yeah, and then he might have like burgers next to him and then but he's just putting shots oh, down of like he, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely i feel like it, it would just be yeah, mesmerizing to watch uh john gruden would be fun to get oh Gruden's yeah always great <laughs> on gruden seeing him drunk would be hilarious watching some film with gruden uh-huh some spider two-eye banana out there <laughs> let's watch some andrew Locke film yeah someone uh, do it for us out there i'm sure i could probably get it going if, if, I, if I really needed to but i'd have to go riverboat ron actually if i'm not cool. going kevin stefanski i'm gonna go ron because me and my friends have talked about ron i just feel like he's a great guy like Cancer survivor, and he feel, he didn't even make like a big deal about it. Like there's the video of him walking out, and you know everyone rings the bell, and some people like rip it off the wall. They're getting super excited, and for good reason. They just you know beat cancer. Mm-hmm. He just walks up, gives it a little thing. Hey, thanks guys. See you tomorrow. Back leaves. to work. Just leaves. Yeah, back to work. Probably and win a football game. Yeah, I, my friend said he, they were like, I feel like he doesn't understand like that he's famous. I like everyone so. knows him. Like. Everyone knows Ron Rivera. Everyone who's a football fan knows him. And I feel like he's just like, yeah, I'm just a football coach. I feel like it's not a big deal. A lot of NFL coaches like that, though. Yeah, true. But I don't know. I just we really got that vibe with Ron. So I I like Ron Rivera for sure. He just seems like he would just be like my dad at the bar for real. (laughs) Just like, yeah, whatever. He's a great guy. He's getting a nice IPA or something. Yeah, but 
Yeah, that's. I think that's my final pick, Ron Rivera. I like it. I love it. No more Twitter questions. Best bets. Anybody like any teams this week? College basketball, NBA, NHL. Um, my team that I usually go with, I usually go with the Mavs. They're usually pretty solid against the spread. I like the Mavs. beat her the other night. Yeah. Luca's a stud. Huge I'm a Mavs fan. Beater. Oh, you can't. How can you not be with Luca? I mean, I've never had an NBA team. No, no, no team in Pittsburgh. Mark Cuban, you know, from Pittsburgh. Ooh. Is he really? Thing. I didn't know that. I don't know if he's from Pittsburgh. I think he went to Pitt, though. Oh, okay. Wow. One or the other. But he has some Pittsburgh ties wow. to him. So. Wow. All right. So I'll go with the, the Mavs this season. I'm rolling with them. Um, the Celtics, they're pretty solid. Anytime the Nets play, just bet the over. Yeah. No, they can't set that over. Nobody high, plays though. defense. <laughs> Worst defensive-rated team of all time. Also, yeah. if the Duquesne Dukes are playing at the UPMC Cooper Fieldhouse, automatic it's dub. A lock. Oh, no matter <laughs> what it is, no matter what the oh, spread is, sure. hammer the Duquesne. No matter what Dukes. team, either volleyball, uh-huh. women's volleyball, women's basketball, men's ba- men's basketball. I got the lock of the decade. Here it is. Let's hear it. Duquesne football lost twenty-six against the Florida State Seminoles. Wow. I I'd think they it. can Ooh. even close. I'd take it. What about against TCU? TC- yeah, I'll take the Dukes, too. All right. I think, I think, think TCU is going to be a closer game than Florida State A little is. disclaimer. I think so. My or no, the, I mean the opposite. The opposite. Yeah? You think Florida State's going to be closer than TCU? No. What did I say? You said you TCU, TCU be would be than... closer than Florida State. No, yeah. Florida State will be okay. a closer game than <laughs> I, no. I'd agree with that. No. A, a disclaimer is my freshman year we lost to UMass. I think it was 63-9. to nine. <laughs> and that's um, but last year my no actually that was also my freshman year we lost to Hawaii, and we we're up by two touchdowns at one point and we only ended up losing by two or three touchdowns. So, well, bo- our, our running backs were all hurt, so I was the starting running back that game as a freshman. It was my third or fourth Damn. game as running back, so wow. that kind of happened. I think I had twelve yards. Rushing. Yeah, there you so go. That, that kind of hurt. Um, and our quarterback was throwing up on the field. We got some mm. tainted Gatorade. Let's check the Hawaii locker room. Right there. <laughs> um, but you know, if if you look at it, they're getting closer. You know, from sixty to ten to, you know, maybe two or three touchdowns. I don't know exactly what the final score was. So maybe, maybe you know. So UMass was the worst loss that you've taken as a Duquesne football. player? As any football player, yes. Any, any foot, any type of football, yes. Andy Isabella just tore us up. I don't know if you know who that is. is. He was a wide receiver. Yeah, he played for UMass. He's on the Cardinals now. Yeah. His little brother actually is a Duquesne wide receiver right now. Freshman. Wow. Andy Isabella's fast. So, oh, yeah, he is. He's very, very fast. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, I, I, I think I – this is going to sound nuts, but I think I signed him to my Madden team. Oh, boy. Yeah. He must be there you go. down there. He's a speed. speed. He had like He's a 96 a speed, 95 acceleration. Oh, yeah. I was like, yup. He's wow. a Cleveland guy. Welcome Mayfield High School. So, get, get, you know, you got to love him. I walked up to him after the game. I said, you from Mayfield? He said, yeah. I said, you probably don't know what high school I'm from, but I'm from Cleveland. He said, oh, okay, cool. Was like, <laughs> that was it. No, that was it. Thank you, Mr. Isabella. Appreciate it, Andy. Appreciate it, but, but, yeah, so – Maybe, you know, I, I'd take that plus 26. Let's keep that it seems close. Seems like a lock there. Let's keep it close. Seems like a lock. I like but it. But on a more serious note, though, the picks for this week, we'll keep track. Let's just give one pick for this week. If we get it right, we'll keep track until the very end. Uh, when oh, we're doing man. Not, not prepared for this. 
I'm going to go with the tonight. You, you won't be able to take this pick yourself because it's Wednesday, February 24th. You probably won't. You won't hear it by then, unfortunately. I'm going to take the Boston Celtics minus two and a half versus the Hawks plus two and a half. I do think the Hawks have a decent team. I like Trey Young. Oh, the Hawks? The, the Hawks are terrible. Yeah, they are. They're real bad. You just said they're decent. They're decent. <laughs> we, now you just said as they're in, terrible. As in, as in they're not good. I just don't okay. want to be mean. I don't want to be like you, Cam, and just be like, they're the worst. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> Never, Chris, never, God, 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 never, never, never the words right. that I said. I the just Hawks said he has brick hands. The Hawks are Two bad. different things. The Hawks are bad as a team, but they got some decent players. Is what I mean to say. John Collins okay. is pretty good. Trey okay. Young, I'll take that. Trey Young was another guy that was snubbed, but like you said, they're not having a he's great not, year. He's, so. he's not having the best season. Yeah, so Celtics minus – oh, it just changed on me. Celtics <laughs> minus two makes things a little easier for me. Wow. Hopefully I'll be one of them. Yeah, I'm Mine, um, I'm a big Blue Jackets fan, and mm. last night the Blue Jackets and the uh, the Blackhawks were in an absolute shootout, and I mean that figuratively and literally. Literally went to five five, went to OT, then went to the shootout. Uh, Blackhawks pulled it out six uh, five. There was two guys, Patrick Line and Oliver Bjorkstrand, both almost had hat tricks for the for the Blue Jackets. So I was getting. Getting excited, getting a little rowdy, but t- tomorrow, which again you guys won't hear, won't be able to hear this, but uh, until after the game. But on February 25th, they play the Blackhawks again, and the over/under is five and a half for goals. And after that over, I'm gonna take the under. There we go. I feel like Elvis is gonna come out instead of Corpy and goal, and uh, and I think that that's probably gonna be a little bit better for the Blue Jackets. I feel like he's the hot hand right now in in, in between the pipes. And, you know, the way the Blue Jackets play defense, they don't give up that many goals per game, and also they don't get as many shots on net as I would like to see as a fan. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with that under 5.5 because, you know, after one night of, you know, a lot of goals being scored, I feel like two days later they, they're probably going to try to put some more deep focus on the defensive side. So. I like that mentality. They're, yeah. The unders do. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go with the under. Uh, under 5.5 goals, Chicago Blackhawks versus – the visiting wait no actually I think it's at home uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. All right. I like it. I like it. I'm not a big hockey guy, so I'm gonna have to take your word for it. But I'm gonna go over to the to the college basketball world. I'm gonna take tomorrow night two powerhouses Iowa taking on Michigan. I'm gonna take the over on that 156.5. Both these teams are very heavily offensive minded. I think this. It's a lot of points. It is a lot of points. They set but, that over high. But they, that is two very oh, good teams they are. that are that are start. very hot. He is a stud. He'll be good. No, not in the NBA. Won't. You don't think? No. They don't, dra- they don't, they don't draft guys like that anymore. He I don't think he might drafted? not. Somebody will take a chance on him late second, second round. But, nah, he won't. No. He'll win the Wooden Award. His D, yeah. Sure, yeah. Oh, he's the best player in college basketball. Yeah. Ohio State basketball. When was the last time that was at the time? Shout out Michael Adama. I know he's probably not listening, but one of my boys is a manager on the Ohio State basketball team. So, Love you it. know, shout out. Um, yeah, all right. I like that pick, Cameron. So, is all that right. it? That is everything. All right. Blue, uh, sorry. The Columbus Blue Jackets and the Blackhawks under five and a half. The Celtics minus two and the over for Iowa and 
Michigan. And Michigan. Iowa and Michigan over one seventy five. And then if this gets out before Sunday, I'll throw you oh, I'll throw I'll throw you a bone for probably what I will argue is the hardest overall sport oh, in the game oh in NASCAR. Oh no. That oh would no. be Joey Logano taking the win in Homestead on Sunday. He's wow. he blew he blew two leads in the past two races. He's starting second this week. I see him. I see him getting revenge. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Chip on his with his with his uh, former teammate Denny Hamlin on the side of him, starting in the starting on the starting on the pole position. So, wow. I think he's hungry. And it'll be warming down there in Miami. So, can't wait. He'll be you, excited. I'll give you another bonus. Oh. You get two bonuses. Oh. This Saturday, Jarvino Rosenstrike versus Cyril Gaon, UFC. You're gonna want to take Rosenstrike in this one. He's an underdog. He's a beast. He knocks people unconscious. That's all you need to know. If you want to get crazy with it, take Rosenstrike by knockout. That's my bonus pick. My bonus is not a pick at all, but a <laughs> quote. That's the best. Life is not about weathering the storm, mm-hmm. but rather learning to dance in the rain. Oh. And with that, I hope that everyone has a great night, great morning, great afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, whether it's in your car, walking your dog, doing some studying. We appreciate you listening. Appreciate your questions. Keep bringing them in. Love you guys. And I think that's it for the North Shore Station, episode 19. 18? uh, I think last one was 18. Last one was 18, yeah. 20 next week. 20, big 20 next week. It'll be the extravaganza, the biggest episode yet. We'll be on camera next week. I can promise it. This time, I promise it. That's a Pharaoh guarantee. Uh (laughs) And you know, Pharaoh guarantees a lot. All right, folks. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Yo, she's calling me. Hey, yo, I was just about to record. And where are you? Uh, I'm still in the Berg. Pittsburgh? Uh, yeah, the city they say in to put fries on their sandwiches. What's so great about Pittsburgh? What did you just? All right, let me ask you this. Uh, was Lydia real? Pittsburgh. Where legends are told. Pittsburgh. The city of steel. Pittsburgh. Who go in the gold? Pittsburgh. Girls giving me digits, I'm crossing the bridges, it always be cold. Pittsburgh. I rap black and yellow because they never fold. We're nothing like you, the four and two. The rages are lit and pit. The, the people don't quit. The Rap on the track. I hit up this girl, she like rap, I be lonely. We wake up next morning, she make me pierogies, huh? I'm like